Hello there, I'm Dominique Saint-Pierre. You're listening to Go Podcast. This will be a solo episode today. Um, so yes, it's it's kind of hard to line up uh, guests. So uh, there will be some solo episode here and there to fill out the gaps. That being said, if you uh, you know if you are working on something and you are really passionate about something, you would like to talk about that in in this podcast, and you think that it uh, you know it, it's worth. Uh, it's worth something for others, uh, you know. Reach out to me, and uh, that 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 could be interesting. I, I I'd like to uh, to get some interviews with, uh, I don't know, you know, people that are doing open source and people that are doing interesting things in their their day to day work, or just uh, you know, if you have a project and go and anything that is that relates to go and sound interesting, well, reach out to me and uh, we can discuss that a little bit. You might uh, also be, uh, you know, seeing as I'm uh, as I'm seeing myself a lot of uh, Go One Twenty Two uh, resources that 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 are popping here and there. It's kind of all over the place in in a sense. Uh, not as big as when the generics came out, I would say, but you know, very close. So that's that's a very very great, uh, you know new release that the go team did and uh they should be proud of that you know that the, I, I really like how the language is uh shaping up uh you know the the tooling and and everything is, is staying i don't know true to what it was at that first the, the backward compatibility is very interesting um we've saw you know we've saw with this release the first apparition of of a v2 package inside the side of the the standard library so i mean this is uh this is always interesting to see how the go team is is using uh you know the same the same thing that we have to uh to make sure that 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 we do have a backward compatibility with with go one uh which is you know which is very interesting and and should be should be something that we as much as possible you know could could want to replicate inside our own uh, own project or library and things like that. I mean this this is great. I also uh, I also recently <laughs> cloned the uh, the language itself. So I, I I always you know dabbled and and checked uh, the go the go source code on on GitHub and whatnot. But uh, I finally decided to uh, to clone it and. Uh, I find myself uh, very often going to packages and, and re- reading the code, you know, how they do that and things like that. I was interested uh, mostly to uh, to the JSON package recently, but uh, I don't know. You should you should do that once you have that on your you know on your local computer. You you will probably well maybe if you are like me a little bit curious uh, you know you will you will start to peek a little bit inside that that package uh, and and it's very interesting to see uh, to see their code and it's it's uh, i think it's a good way to uh, to get good practice and whatnot on go the code is very clean and uh, yeah it's 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 just interesting so back to go 122 so yes i mean <laughs> there's a lot of uh i don't know small uh, articles yeah bigger uh, bigger art- articles and video out there so i mean i, I won't uh, i won't go into into too much detail here for, for sure i uh, i did an episode on iterators to uh two or three episodes ago something like that before uh, go uh, 122 was released 
um, so yes, I mean, uh, this this is a great uh, this is a great release for sure. So what are we going to talk a little bit today? Um, well, you might guess it based on the title for sure. So, which is uh, well at the moment maybe not, but yeah, let's say you know TDD or not to TDD. So. I mean, testing is such a an interesting part of all programming languages and, and communities. This is this is something I'm I'm realizing as I'm getting older, and uh, going from you know from one community to to other. Uh, it's it's always uh, it's a it's, it's a touchy subject to say the least, um, and and TDD it's. You know, it is in inside its own category. I would say uh, some people are really, you know, kind of, you know, quote unquote, religious about that. Um, so, I mean, should you do that or not? Well, I don't. Obviously, I don't. I don't have this this definitive answer. And as most things, it it depends on, you know, your current scenario and your the project that you're building and things like that. Um, it's it's a very very nice way of shaping your code for sure. Uh, the the thing that I I I want to to you know maybe try to put that into into the minds of of listeners uh, at least uh, is we should be careful with, with with you know being dogmatic about anything in software engineering in my opinion because I mean um, I don't. I'm I'm inside the camp of people that don't think that TDD should be used everywhere. Uh, if that makes any sense, I'm not I'm not saying that it's not good or that uh, nobody should use that. It's not that at all. And you know maybe it would be a easier uh, with some example. So let's say you have a function that needs to ac- accept some input and, and return some output and it, it should it should do some processing on the input so what, whatever um, do some algorithm and, and things like that maybe some calculation it, it could be could be anything but uh, let's say you have a simple scenario like that whatever it is that this function is doing um, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of an, an easy way to use TDD in my opinion and probably well I mean in my experience it's it's one of the best way that that I'm personally using it when I want to evolve a function that you know does not involve any uh, dependency injection or any third party anything like that so there there's no there's no external uh, tool in here it's just it's just a, a pure function well it, yeah you can you can think of a like like a in a functional programming function for example uh, it's it's a function that accepts something and returns something and it's it's not dependent of anything else Th- this to me is a super great example of where Test-driven development is is going to uh, to help me, you know, shape this algorithm while while I'm I'm writing the implementation. I make sure that first I have some tests to, uh, you know, to attempt to generate some uh, some failure or some uh, you know edge cases and whatnot. But you know, the point is. It's it's uh, it's working very great for me for that type of situation. 
when when I recognize, you know, when I uh, saw that that it it might not be as I don't know as uh, legit or I don't, I don't have the right word here, but it, where it's a little bit more difficult is when you uh, you are kind of starting to build uh, let's say you uh, you want to build some kind of packages that will have some external uh, external usage and you don't really know at, at this moment you know what are those what are those things that you are going to export and whatnot um, in in that situation I felt like or I, I still feel that, Using TDD is is a little bit more tedious because um, my design of the package might might change a lot from iteration to iteration, and now I need to change so many code in in the test. Um, and it's it's controversial because this is this is also the goal of having some tests and and using some TDDs that. You know, it should make sure that everything everything is is still working. I I understand that for you know af after a long time, but once you are uh, you know during the time that you are designing this package, uh, you might not even be at at the full implementation time. But you're you're just still, you know, yeah, design designing what 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 should be exported from that package, and you are still playing around. If there is some dependencies that that will need to be uh, to be passed along, how do you do you do that? And this is where you know TDD is is getting you know a little bit complex for me at least. I know that there is a lot of people that that would never never do that without without doing uh, any tests first. I you know myself, I just I just always. Uh, come to the same, you know, end end point where my test is so out of sync with with where my head is because I I I'm already you know I don't know three or four or five steps ahead of the test and now changing both sides is it's just I don't know it just don't make sense so what I tend to prefer to do when I'm I'm writing a, a go package that 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 will have uh, you know uh, some 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 export and whatnot um, I, I I tend I tend to, to play with it uh, a little bit by hand until I have the desired output that I want you know until I I'm satisfied with the the general API of that package, if uh, if that makes sense, and and then I I should start to write tests for the implementation and things like that, um, because yeah, and and maybe maybe uh, I, I'm doing something wrong. I don't know. I, I'm not a, I'm not an expert in that for sure. Uh, it's it's always like I'm getting into the states of either my my tests are a little bit out of sync and now I don't know I kind of I'm I'm a little bit discouraged and I I say you know what screw that I I will I will write tests later and that that's always that's always a a dangerous thing to uh to say because uh we uh we all know that uh there's a good chance that there will never be a, any test um 
I believe it's it's a super hard uh, a super hard question to answer. You know, when when should you use that? Because th there's there's obviously no doubt uh, in my head because I, I've I've seen that so many times. I, I you know I was part of a long live software twenty years that we're not having any tests at some point. You know, any 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 tests never in 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 those projects because there there weren't uh, any tests at the beginning and doing tests after the fact you know let's say let's say you're you're building a, a system and there's no test for some reason you know i, I started in, in in early 2000 it was uh it was not very popular uh to do testing especially in in smaller company i would say smaller teams um so if your if your software or your system is running in production for I don't know two three years, uh, I highly doubt that there will ever be a good test suite for for that system, and and even even though if you know even if the company would be willing to do that, it's just it's just very very hard. There's always something that will that will. Be prioritize, you know, prioritize before writing the tests and things like that. It's, uh, you know, the after the fact. So, I believe that this is why test-driven development is such. Uh, it 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 seems like it's probably the best way to ensure that at least decent uh, a decent amount of tests will will be uh, will be, you know, created, you know, meaningful tests because. Uh, the the goal of having a test suite is obviously to have some kind of meaningful test and and this you know this is another topic in itself uh, you know some sometimes there there are some tests that that just don't you know they 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 are they are there but I mean they are not testing anything so so this, you know this is something I think that uh, test driven development is, is really good at I, I believe that it uh, make you create you know a little bit more meaningful tests and and you do have that so that's a very very interesting point for that does that mean that uh, you know you should you, you, you should you know blindly follow the test driven development way of doing things so this is a little bit where i tend to uh myself to i have difficulties to do that you know writing a test making it making it fail uh go going to do the implementation testing continuing i i do i do appreciate this this workflow sometimes i just you know so, so it depends what you are building if there is a lot of external dependencies and the tests that you are going to uh, to create are mostly integration tests at the end of the day i'm not sure you know i don't know i i would i would still prefer to probably write a little bit of my implementation then write some tests and continue like that um so yeah the bottom line is that I don't I don't believe that there is any answer to that and 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 like I was saying I mean yes the in 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 our industry we tend to really really love our workflow and our ideas and we are kind of a little bit dogmatic like I, w I was saying uh, you know we we tend to to adopt something and and oh wow this, this, you know this is the way to go <laughs> there's no other way to go uh, I 
feel a little bit like you know TDD is sometimes uh, you know sometimes the end all be all uh, aspect of of tests because because I I understand that you know maybe maybe it's there because sometimes if if a certain size team that does, does not add up this there might not just be tests or or valuable tests and the, you know uh, between not really having a good test suite and and using TDD I I would I would I would force a team to use TDD any, any day for sure. Um, but yes, I mean it's it's a uh, it's still it's still very hard to uh, to get used to that mindset, and um, I I I I need to see that in 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 a real a real action. You know, I need to to really see something. You know, someone that that is very very uh, I don't know used to to do that in in. In the type of application that I I typically don't really uh, really like to do TDD, and I would I would very very much appreciate someone showing me, you know, how they do that in in, in that typical application. You know, for instance, uh, let let's say that you have a very very simple uh, very simple you know web web application. I mean, sometimes the the TDD aspect will will. I mean, it it would stop. Uh, it would. St- or slow down a little bit the the development and and you you know what what are you testing at the end of the day or you're testing the the endpoint so i mean the the uh, net http server is is very well tested you know uh are are we are we going to test the uh, the the query to the database and things like that i mean those those things are not really really worth testing so but like I was saying, uh, you know, for algorithmic uh, functionalities, I I, I I do believe that uh, that TDD is is the way to go. So uh, as as most things, it depends. Uh, your uh, you know your millage might uh, vary, and you know this this is just uh, this is just a couple of thoughts here. So don't feel bad if you're not using it all the time. Um, and if you have if you haven't uh, you know tried that uh, it it's really worth it's really worth tr- trying trying this you know it's it's a tool that that you can add to your tool belt and once you have that you know even though even though you might not use it all the time uh, it's it's st- it's still very va- valuable uh, I think to uh, to at least know a little bit. Or get familiar with with that workflow because it do it do help immensely for for some certain aspect in uh, uh, you know in my opinion it, it it's a little bit less uh, useful sometimes but yeah this this is where uh, this is where good judgment uh, come to play and I mean uh, at least at least uh, please have a any kind of test suites or for your for your your system and your your project so this is this is probably the the, the only takeaway to uh, to have from this you know from all, all of this uh, this uh, this episode is that well make sure make sure you're testing your code all right see you next week <laughs>